You're listening to a Valiant Star Podcast. Enjoy. What's good, beautiful nerds and nerdettes? Welcome back to another episode of the Nerds Be Like Podcast, episode 106. And as always, it's me, Dan. With me here is Lenny, Patty, Eric, and Antonio. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Yes. Uh-huh. Hi. Right. <clears throat> so um, we're going to be talking today about something very special, very uh, something that holds very close to Patty's heart. And we're going to be talking about <laughs> Borderlands 2. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, in a retrospective style. And before we begin, make sure to like this video, subscribe, and ding that motherfucking bell. Uh, as always, you can always join the, the Discord community server that we have. Uh, come join and talk to us. Uh, let's see. What else could we have? Um, actually, that's pretty much it. We're going to just go, go ahead and jump straight into the news. All right. Let's get some lightning round. By lightning, we mean Ooh. fast. So let's start. Dominique Little Thorne's blank. Riri Williams will have her first appearance in Black Panther Wakanda forever. I don't know who, who? Dominique Thorne's is or Riri Williams. <laughs> the, f- the female Iron Man, the Ironheart, remember? We talked about her getting her own show. God, that was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Next, a Black Canary project is in the works with Journey Smollett set to return as Dinah Laura Lance slash AKA Black Canary. Misha Green is going to write the script. I'm just waiting for Eric to be like Let's a thousand go. times yes. <laughs> good, ha, good, ha, good ha, thing. Ha ha Black Canary. Ha ha ha. I'm being Eric. Ha ha ha. I don't know. Um, next, the most important thing on this list. Attack on Titans final season will premiere January 2022. Everybody can Let's get disapp- disappointed by the ending because it sucked in the manga. Let's go. Take it. I, I'm just, you know gonna what? Ruin everything. Let's go, dude. It's been a good ride. I'm not even gonna lie. I respect it. Like it's over. It was. It's overrated, but like, it's still good. <laughs> I'm gonna probably watch it at some point. <laughs> Next, Adventure Time Fiona and Cake series is in development. I don't know what this means because I never watched the show. This is the female. uh, Yeah, it's female versions. It's the Uh, gender swap version of the world. Yeah, but they had already been around before, so I'm just like, I mean, it's all right. It's just a series based on them. Yeah, they get their own own thing now. They were decent characters, so it's like, it's all right. And uh, Donald Glover voiced uh, the gender-bent version of Marceline, so I hope he comes back bog and last but not least shutter has made a series order t- to a documentary called behind the monsters centering all around different horror icons including freddy krueger jason Voorhees, michael myers Candyman, chucky and pinhead Whoa, not of the larry go. variety let's go that's what i'm talking about ha, ha, baby. Pinhead larry <laughs> <laughs> stupid that's it that's it yeah. for that tweet God, that could have actually been a tweet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Condense it down, remove all the ands, and you should be all set. There we go. All right. So as it was previously mentioned. It's like three minutes be, ago. About <laughs> two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> we will be talking about Borderlands 2, which is a game that is very dear to my heart, and a series that is even more dear. I have probably... I have literally spent thousands of hours in these games. Um, 
love them to death. Uh, I mean, you know that they're phenomenal when, you know, they literally have defined the genre known as looter shooters. You know, these games are like the standard that other games that call themselves looter shooters will live and die by. Most of them die because 90% of them suck except for Borderlands. But honestly, I would say that's probably because these games are just so much fucking better than everyone else. That's about it. And, and um, I guess there's a lot of Borderlands 2 is a, it's almost 10 years old, you know, in 2012. And Jeez. it is still like just as good as it was in 2012. <laughs> so. Yeah. People still rather play this over three for certain reasons, which honestly are pretty agreeable. <laughs> Yeah, understandable, but I don't. I don't know. I can't play two over three. No, but that's no, I a agree with that. But I, I can see why people can, but I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. If you can put up with the very old gameplay mechanics, then it is. A, I mean, it's still a phenomenal game. I can't do that. So spoilers for a game that came out in 2012. Yeah, that also like, has like a you know a sequel to it. Yeah. And a pre-sequel. And a pre-sequel. <laughs> Te- technically two sequels. I think Tales is like after two. But fuck that game. Yes. Uh, yeah. It is. It's like immediately after. But yeah. But so also two sequels and a prequel. <laughs> so the game starts off with you as a group of four Vault Hunters, which are... Um, I mean, we might get into them later, but just to name them, there's Axon the Commando, Maya the Siren, Salvador the Gunzerker, and then zero, uh, the number, on like a train out in this frozen wasteland because you've received basically um, Handsome Jack, who's the leader of, or the CEO basically of a company, one of the mega corporations, Hyperion, set up this call to all vault hunters, come to Pandora to help him find the vault. It's a trap. I'm absolutely surprised. The, um, the train explodes and you crash land. You're saved by this piece of shit robot named Claptrap. And he basically leads you to the resistance fighters known as the Crimson Raiders. So that way you can help them fight back against Handsome Jack and save the day. And that's the basic premise of um, the story is you fighting um, capitalism. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. big corporations. Yeah. Because that's literally, I mean, the the entire universe is used, ruled by uh, companies now. Gun companies specifically, because who doesn't love just shooting everything? Yeah, especially in a world where it's prioritized. Exactly. So does any, anyone want have anything in particular? Because we've got like some things like our favorite characters, regions, missions, and boss fights. Before, I feel like before we get into any of those, because like Patty, you you played you played these games a lot, played a lot, a couple I, hundred. I played hours. them a little bit too. And who's your favorite character to play before we get into like any of those other ah. favorites? Yeah, that's very different than who's your favorite character. Yeah, playable characters. There are difference. Yes, geez, it's like choosing a favorite child. Can we just let's put this out here? <laughs> Nobody's choosing Gage. Yeah, Gage is cringe. If you play Gage, you cringe. Gage is easy mode. It's fucking lame. Never play her. Because they I put I, her... She's actually... She's the one I've never played. No, it's funny. I never will play her. She has a broken mechanic. And in 3, 
they nerfed that mechanic, put it on a gun, and it's still like meta. Yeah. Isn't that it's funny? really stupid. It's just infinite damage. So dumb. It's so stupid. Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, I literally, I don't think I can. It's either Axon or, or Salvador. I would say Salvador for myself. Because Axon, Axon was the, one, the first one I played as. But Salvador is probably a little bit better because I like his his like his ability more because you literally just dual wield guns. It's great. And I mean, Axon's great, but I mean, he's just I mean, he was literally the first one I played as. That's but, how I feel with Maya because, you know, cute girl. So I was like, OK, I'm yeah, picking Maya, that I mean, one. Maya is good, too. Zero is the only one who I don't really like. I feel like Maya is really the worst besides like probably Krieg. But then again, yeah, I haven't played a lot. Maya, of, I haven't Maya played any. Like the, the the best way to play Maya is like she's really just a support. Yeah, like a healer. And I play by myself. <laughs> yeah, Krieg is pretty good because he can turn into like a giant flaming. His whole thing is setting himself on fire. Oh. Yeah, he says that like a ton of his skills are just about setting him on fire, which is pretty. Yeah, so he's just on fire out. all the time. <laughs> But yeah, he he can be pretty good, but he's like a melee build. But, See, I don't yeah. like that, and because I feel like because Amara is like that in three now, and I don't like mm-hmm. that at all. Like, if, if we're gonna play a looter yeah. shooter, I want to shoot guns. Yeah, it is weird, but not all looting requires shooting. That's true. However, <laughs> it's a lot more fun to shoot and. Loot. I would agree, but. Not all looting requires shooting. That that is a factual statement. It's just the way it works. Cause zero is kind of like that at times. Cause you know, doesn't the melee damage also get amplified? Amplified when you do yeah, like the sneak shit. It's not as good. Like not, You're better off using a sniper. Really do. Yeah, which that that is one thing that I found. I don't know if they did it in one or the pre sequel, but I know in this game every character was like specifically designed to use like a certain class of of weapons like maya was specifically designed to be using smgs zero was designed for sniper rifles axton was designed for like assault rifles and then um salvador is more i think i mean he uses pretty much everything that wasn't yeah he was like well, I know he like, has a skill that literally just ups pistol damage. Yeah, pistols and then like LMGs technically with air quotes around that because those don't really yeah. exist. They're just they're considered just flat ARs, off but they're yeah, they're just they're guns with big mags. And then explosives. Yeah. yeah I remember that, I, the first time I like really because I didn't because before I played it, I like watched a series of two and they were talking about like, oh, yeah, like this is like the, the optimal thing, like I'm running with this. And I was like, oh, that's interesting how they're like based off their characters specifically going for like certain type of guns and not just certain guns. Yeah, because three definitely threw that out the window. <laughs> yeah, they said fuck that shit. You can use whatever you want on literally anyone, which I prefer. I honest. like it. But at the same time, I do like the. I, I would prefer that like you can use anything, but like certain things are better, like not like significantly so like you can make it work with anything. Perhaps. But like certain things are like. I don't want to say like required isn't the right word, but like optimal. Yeah. 
there's quite a lot of especially like when you get to the the higher stages of the game because like at the end like so in borderlands 3 they have the mayhem levels which is like basically at the end of the game once you've completed the story you can up your mayhem level which is it's basically a second difficulty but in two they didn't have mayhem levels they had what were called op8 which was unbelievably dog shit because it just it barely made your loot better but it made enemies extremely hard so then like optimization that's when it got to the point where it was just like to play the game at like the highest level technically because it is only like pve there really is like zero pvp you need to have like such a certain level or certain like things when i didn't like that Whereas I feel like in three, it's a lot more open. Yeah, which three's is nice. more forgiving with like letting you play around with builds that work. Yeah. Well, I feel like in three, there's also just like more builds to work with. Yeah. Because a lot more shit can just be like a lot. A lot of more shit is just meta. That's the 2012 kicking in for you. Yeah, I think that's just so. I, I think that's one thing that we should talk about, like how this game has aged. Like I think that's one of the places poorly. where it's very clearly aged. Is not. I think, yes. Fucking. Oh my god. Hit Reg in this game fucking sucks. Doesn't exist. It's so bad. Like the the movement is trash. Oh my god! I I I played two after playing three for a lot on PC, and I was trying so hard to like slide everywhere around everywhere, and I couldn't. Yeah, there's no grapp like grappling they, or anything. They made, I was oh so many gameplay just opt like. And why just... was why was why was boost and vehicle auto set to your ability? key and not to shift <laughs> or whatever like whatever sprint yeah. was that was so weird i don't man i don't know <laughs> gameplay was interesting god like it's still playable today like that's that's the surprising thing it is playable yeah you have to give it that like it's there are games that came out in 2012 they're just dog shit off they're not playable they have not anymore. aged at all like they just no they've aged too much Borderlands 2 is in that weird place where it's like, it's not perfect. It's refined. It's like it's just like at wine. that level. Yes. It's like just at that level where it's like, you know, it's a little annoying, but I can handle it for the rest of the fun. Yeah. By the next game, it's going to be dog shit. No one's going to be playing oh. it. But for now, oh, yeah. since we only have one game after it, it's still playable. God. But I think that just like the the really the only reason why it's still playable is probably like that there is still such a like variety of loot because of like i mean like they really i mean borderlands literally created looter shooters and they've done it like with perfection with each one because there are so many different guns that you can use because not only there's like six manufacturers there's like four different tiers of guns there's, you know, guns that are like have unique all sorts of unique abilities. Guns can have different parts from different manufacturers. So you can have like a gun that's, you know, Jacobs, which is one of the manufacturers. <laughs> the torque like have a barrel. scope on it from like Malawan. So you've got like this rickety old, like Wild West looking sniper rifle, and then you ADS with it and you're like looking into Star Wars for no then reason. They can also have like a torque like, uh, barrel and then just shoot explosives for no reason. It, it's just 
everything is just all over the place. And this was in like 2012, <laughs> like this level of just variety. Well, I find I find it really interesting great. that like in Borderlands 2, like orange weapons aren't always like the best ones. I feel like there's a lot more viable like blues and purples. And yeah, especially in like the early game. Yeah, there's and some like really three does not do that at all. Race. I feel like right away you're you're farming for for like quote unquote legendary. They don't call it that. They call it orange loot. I'm pretty sure, but you're farming for like the 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 rarest shit no, they, right they away. Say legendaries. Oh, okay. I th- do they call it orange like, and two? They call it by color in no, that game. I think, or is it always no, I think they all they call them legendary. Okay. Yeah. Or they say, I think they say color. I think they do both, actually. I think they say yeah, color. Yeah, because I know and... that half the time I'm like, technically it's orange, but it's also legendary. Yeah. Either way, like, you're, you're more likely to farm for legendaries right off the bat in three. But it's also just, like, easier most of the time. Yeah, because I think thing is, so three, you're farming for legendaries more, but that's because that there's so much more of them. So it's a lot easier so like off the like in like the very first like open area that you're in there's like seven different legendaries that are easily available to you yeah to farm whereas in two it takes you a while to get somewhere where you can like actually farm for something that's really good and there's only one of them so it's like i i i I think i do like that in two whereas there wasn't as much quantity the quality of guns were more even mm. and i think both are i mean honestly i'm okay with both i think yeah at that point it's just preference because there's yeah. a lot of shitty legendaries in three but there's just like there's also yeah more. so yeah i think i mean the gameplay has aged most of the part but honestly i think like the the story is like what just hard carries this game oh yeah like by far i mean it's leagues better than it's than in three sequel. yeah we don't need to talk about three it just sucks <laughs> <laughs> all right uh lenny dan you guys wanna i, I know that we've kind of just been uh, like, yeah, we can we can i think we yeah. can go now to just like let's go to the, yeah. the missions now damn <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Next time I'll just say your name first. Um Eric's muted. Yeah, Eric's not here. Okay. So um yeah, I would say like my my favorite mission was the um the initiation scene where you go to find uh Slab King. I forgot what his real name was. Uh Brick. Kate Brick, there you go. Um Yeah, because you're you're just needing to find other help. And you you're just going go into the, the the area, and like I don't know, like maybe five minutes later, um, Roland just tells you, "Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, like he always does, you have to, you know, fight or <sighs> you have to uh, perform the initiation for for kill like, a bunch of people." Yeah, <laughs> which is basically that, and like part of part of the it, that as you like you're shooting the uh everyone. Um, he he keeps saying like, "Get the Hyperion guys out of here." It's like, "Oh, that's not Hyperion." Well, get this other group of. And it's like, "Oh, it's not him." And like you you get to you know shooting still everyone, and like they're so like I guess either there's a lot of them or he just doesn't care, because they they just do whatever. 
but the initiation is just you like shooting everybody just killing everyone <laughs> so then you can have a chance to sit down and talk or just to talk to the the main guy yeah brick doesn't give a shit about slabs yeah <laughs> that's like the point of being a slab is to fight until you die and he's what is it crim he was a crimson what crimson raider crimson raider okay yeah yeah so that that's where he originated or that's where like, he was the, the the group that he was part of first and moved into after like what happened he moved yeah, into his own den it, him brick willith yeah brick willith mordecai and roland were all they were the four vault hunters in the first game so they were like the original group together and they like went their separate ways before the second game and then you're like getting them together yeah i I think i love brick's reasoning the most for just not being there anymore because he ripped a dude's spine out and they were like (laughs) that's too far (laughs) and he was like well you know what that's too bad I'm gonna leave and go rip dude's spines out on my own (laughs) with my homies. The slabs, because we're all fucking stupid. What did you what did we say before? Oh like only the real homies or something. The the real ones. Yeah. All my homies love ripping spines (laughs) out. God. Oh yeah, I like that. Death. I like the the mission because it's just kind of it's like nonsensical. Like you're just kind of shooting to sh- to like just as part of like just killing anything, whatever. Yeah, just killing. I don't know if the because I know you watched like a a full fucking like ten hour let's play. I don't yeah. know. Did he do in that area? So like right before that, did he do the side mission, Judy McShoot Face? I don't think he d- did any side missions. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Okay, that, that's that's fine because we can just talk about them. But right, okay. <laughs> literally, the the building where you do the initiation, uh-huh. on the other side of the the bridge there, there's a psycho named Shooty McShootface who gives you a side quest to shoot him in the face, hence his name, and okay. all the entirety of so how the did side he get this quest, name for, before? Because he wants to be shot in the face oh. so much, <laughs> they just call him Shooty McShootface. And so the entire side quest is, you know, you accept the side quest and you see screams, shoot me in the face. And then you shoot him in the face. He says, thank you. And that's it. (laughs) It's the entire side quest. And that's probably the best way to describe what Borderlands, like just how, like, like, how little sense they make. The entire point of the side quest was to shoot a dude in the face, and that was it. There was no one else. It was just him. Just he said, "Shoot me in the face." You shot him in the face. That was the end of the story. And like, I don't think there's anybody out there who'd be like, "No, I'm not gonna do it." I mean, just the one yeah, simple task. No. On Pandora, no. Everybody's gonna be like, "All right, bang him, <laughs> just dead." Okay, uh, so yeah, go ahead, Lenny. <laughs> I picked. Hold on, I forgot the name of the mission. Oh, um, tiny. T- uh, the, the tea party for yeah, Tiny, Tiny Tina's team party. Yeah, which is say. part of like a three-part mission of you are clearly invited. So the first two missions is uh, you preparing yes. the tea party, and then once you get it prepared, you're missing the special guest, which I believe his name is Flushstick, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh wait, you can't. We got. We can't skip over the other guests though. These are some of the most important people. Oh in the right. World. You know what? Uh, of our generation. <laughs> like, come on. These are legends. Yeah. yeah. This show Reginald. 
Sir Reginald von Bartlesby, my man. Madame von Bartlesby, Princess Fluffybutt. Uh, I think is that all the guests? Yeah, it's it's Princess Fluffybutt. So, Sir Reginald von Bartlesby is a, I think it's like a a, a dead Varkid or Varkid larva. A, a tiny Varkid in a glass jar. Yeah, so a Varkid is like a fly but if the fly was about the size of like a little bit bigger than like a german shepherd fly meets radiation yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so she just has one of her like best friends is a like tiny varkid inside of a jar and it has a monocle a top hat and like a mustache on it and his name is sir reginald von bartlesby it's fucking incredible <laughs> and then princess fluffy but i think is literally just like a pink teddy bear uh, yeah, it's just a teddy bear. Then the second mission is that you have to find and capture Flushstick, who is, you know, related to Tina's backstory, which I'll get into later. But um, yeah, you find him, you capture him, and for that mission, Tina basically torches him as you fend off against waves of like bandits that come to stop the generator. And after three waves, I believe he just gets electrocuted and dies while Tina is just saying random shit. And the main reason why I love this mission is because of Tiny Tina and the weird shit that she says. Because mm-hmm. Tina's the one person where I can say she absolutely does have crackhead energy. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Psychotic. Quite literally a psychopath. But we love it. It's the reason why she was a. Uh... Patty's favorite female character. Going back to that episode. God bless. Oh yeah, and that that too. A lot of the things that you said, and I know we talked about this, um, you know, off air. That like a lot of things that you said prior in like other episodes. Um, like I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense now. Like watching the 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 gameplay. I'm not getting into specifics until we get to that part, but you know, world's deadliest thirteen year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, straight up demon. Wait, do Lenny? Do you do you want to talk about like why she's crazy? Oh, uh, backstory wise. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Because <laughs> sure. this, this is this is this is like the really dark part of Borderlands. Yeah. This is like yeah. the dark part of like why she's like it. So basically, her family was sold to Hyperion by. Marauder, or was it just by Flushstick? By yeah, it was. That's by why Flushtick. you capture Flushstick because Flushstick yeah. gave up her family. Yeah, gave up her family, and so they were experimented on using. I keep forgetting. Meridium. Meridium. Thank you. Magic purple rock. Yes, and so after her parents died, she escaped by using a grenade that her mother made her hide in her dress. And after, you know, she's been through all that torture, she finally escapes and makes it her mission to kill a flush stick. And yeah. she later on, she doesn't join them, but she makes friends with all the people, including Mordecai, I believe, if I'm correct. I think she was, she was, I mean, she thinks she was like friends with all of them, but she was closest to Roland. She's and then I think Mordecai, no, Roland and Brick. Roland. Yeah. The only one she wasn't really that close to was Lilith. Yeah, because, okay. you know. Well, so it's it been was, a while since I played this three. game. Yeah, it was the other three. Okay. 
yeah, yeah. The, the the most fucked up part about like her backstory is like so during um one mission when you're like going through the center where they do all of these like experiments you can listen to these uh echo logs which is like the audio recordings and you can literally hear her parents like as they're being experimented on like her mother screaming to her <laughs> so it's like really really dark you're literally hearing tina's parents be experimented on and like you know like you don't see it but like you know that she's literally watching her parents being like murdered gruesomely in front of her and then she's just like this crazy happy child so it's just like huh ain't that something you know crazy (laughs) how things work out we just have a time Oh, God. Eric, you back? Oh, I've been here. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, you want to talk about your favorite mission? My favorite mission? So my favorite mission is saving when you're going to save Roland. The fact that you have to travel all over the place just to get to this man. And to me, the reason why it's my favorite is not what you think. I'm thinking about the movie that's coming out and the fact that Kevin Hart's going to be rolling and this is probably oh, yeah. going to be one of the missions <laughs> and I could see Kevin Hart being a little bitch the entire time and I'm excited to see that. No, I don't even think the the movie's not like an adaptation of the game. They're going to add some shit. You, you you not from here though. They're not that fucking No, I don't I don't think so. Well thought out. I think they're doing something original. But yeah. I this mean, but it's it's certain things, but the fact maybe. that the fact that um, he had to say we're rolling or roller. I, I don't even know how that started. Hold <laughs> on. He um It's a mission that takes going? fucking forever. It did. Yeah, you're sent to do I this. I was like yeah, two hours. Like, oh, so apparently you can fail that mission. You have to save uh Roland from somewhere else. Like if you don't get to him in time and uh fight the I think the boss is the warden, right? Warden. Yeah, yeah. if you don't beat him in time, they'll just like take him to some other fucking area. Oh, that's what happened in the playthrough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Damn, why that I said it was like two hours. hours. Yeah, no, you it have you have a long time, so you shouldn't. Hours. That should never happen to you. But if it does, <laughs> yeah, that you're cringe sucks. and terrible. It was Bro. two. That's why I said it was two hours. It's I sat so there hard. Like, oh my god. Yeah, you go everywhere. I like that. Like for me, that's like one like like second or third hardest mission in like the entire game. It was just it, long. It's so it's so hard, and because it's so long, and it's like. And- Unless you do like every side quest up to that point, you're under leveled and it's like ridiculously difficult. Like the dam is so hard. I hate doing it every single time. Yeah, no, because especially because you need to have corrosive. If you don't have corrosive, you're so not. Because all the fucking so not all the bots will just kill you. It's so hard. Oh, that's something we never brought up. In the, the when we're talking about the gameplay. No, well, uh, damage types. Yeah, damage types and how they actually affect. Um, like gameplay because in this game i mean it's kind of important most of them are pretty like standard what you would expect there's only a few real interesting ones like the only interesting ones really slag well i would say slag and the way explosive works in this game compared to other games because in this game explosive is like its own element which doesn't do anything specific so like all the other elements like you've got like the sandworms like shock destroys shields corrosive destroys armor fire destroys flesh but explosive technically does not nearly as much damage as the other types so they're like 
like it'll never do as much damage as corrosive does to armor but it'll do more than like shock or firewood so it's the universal one yeah it's like yeah it, it does all right to everything and then there's the unkept herald which is explosive and just fires which is why it's once. the most broken gun in the game and you can get it at level eight which is ridiculous <laughs> but yeah. that's different but yeah there's that one explosive and then there's slag which is basically you're just shooting people with iridium because iridium is like the god rock of this of this entire universe and like when you have a, a slag um gun you hit someone with it if you slag them which is a disgusting sentence i hate that i <laughs> was god <laughs> when you slag someone you like turn them all purple and cover them in the shit and they take more damage from any other damage source so you hit them with a slag and then literally anything and it's gonna hit them like a shit ton harder which is honestly i'm glad that they removed it from three it's not a thing yeah because it is cringe i mean to be fair that's why salvador was like busted because you just had yeah. slag in one hand and something else in the other and you and you need a slag because it just at a certain point just becomes required, which I also don't like. Where even were we? We were missions. Uh, we're missions. missions. Oh, we were in so, missions. Yeah, we were talking okay. about how hard the dam was. Ah, and then I yes, brought up the dam. damage types. Yeah, it's literally not even the dam because you start on. Where did you... wait? No, I was thinking of a different mission. Because doesn't that oh, you I... go back to sanctuary after finding yeah, Lilith, yeah, and then you combining, do it. I was combining that those two. Yeah, no, it doesn't start with the fire firehawk. That's a separate thing. But, um, yeah, no, that mission. It's, it's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going next? Uh, it's either me or you. Yeah. Okay, I'll go then. All right. Yeah, my favorite mission was Claptrap's birthday bat because <laughs> this, 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 this mission encapsulated what Borderlands all about. And that's shitting on Claptrap. Cause in what other game does Claptrap have a birthday party that no one else shows up to? And you're like forced to as mission objectives. And that's funny. Yeah. And P that he has to bribe you like, with like XP. It's not even like he didn't invite anyone. That's like the first part of the mission is you inviting everyone to his party and they all say no. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, it's so funny. I feel but like this game has a lot of missions like that like I, yeah no one else is, is is gonna bring them up so i'm just gonna list off a few so there's there's another one beforehand um, i already talked about shooty mcshoot face uh did you talk about secret stash i did not that one okay well pa patty you can explain why it's really cool but he just like gives you a bunch of mission objectives that are just like you're not doing that at level eight yeah and it's like, like okay whatever mission objectives yeah and at the end it's so like okay just go into this locker yeah, because he has like, this locker. secret locker. It's like a locker that you use to switch items between characters. Give, yeah. Because you have a normal bank that can't do that, but this one can. But like it's cool because all of his like impossible mission um objectives, one of them is like collect a hundred and thirteen something million thousand rocks. But then in in there's like five of them, but then in three, Claptrap has like he basically created this like website that like random strangers out on all the different planets of three can like request help. And there's five of those missions and each one of them coincides or is like basically created after those impossible quest markers. 
people are all like people with the same name or or but just like the fact that like they like obscurely brought back all of those quests as like actually completable missions was really really cool to see and i think the the missions like that are just like the obviously they're not the highlight of the game but i feel like it's what gives it like the heart and the uh like it's the the kind of humor that's trying to give like you already talked about shooting shoot fate, but you didn't talk about the one where you're literally told to kill yourself. Oh yeah, that one. It, Handsome yeah. Jack's like, hey, if you kill yourself, like you're gonna respawn anyways. We already know that. So like just kill yourself and hey, I'll give you some some money. Or you can be a bitch and call the suicide hotline that he has. <laughs> but nobody does that. Because you don't get anything. Yeah. It's just funny. Is this early on or like more? Oh, that's like end? late game. That's like yeah, towards okay. the end he asked you to do late that. Game. Yeah, that one's endgame. That one's yeah. in. Actually, now that we're there, I want to. I kind of want to like skip around because I want to talk about that area. I I fucking love. So that mission takes place in an area called the Iridium Blight, mm. which is second or like third endgame technically. If we don't count where the final boss is, I would say it's like the second to last the area. Second. There's like one smaller area before that. But it's just like, it's just really pretty. Even though they open it up with calling it a shithole, it's like really pretty because it's, I think it was like a nice region, but then the events of the first game happened, which like ripped the planet apart with the introduction of Iridium to the universe. And so this like once nice area has been like destroyed by like, on the one hand, this giant volcano there's just spewed lava everywhere and this massive like iridium opening which leaves like a literal gigantic scar across this entire region like this like really pretty purple just like canyon and it's just a it is like a fucking beautiful area because it's i don't know i just love the volcano and there's a hidden boss in this area that is called donkey mong and I love him, or I forget what it's called. I think it's something like that. Hold on. Yeah, it is Donkey Mong. I love Donkey Mong. I don't think I it's ever fucking hilarious. Him. Wait, you send a picture of him? He literally just chucks fucking barrels at you. It's just a regular um, bully Mong. Ah, uh, okay, now I get the joke. Yeah, Donkey Mong. <laughs> he's, like a, he's, like a, he's like a rare spawn enemy. So it doesn't, I don't think he spawns all the times. But he spawns sometimes, and he just throws barrels at you. And it's a great time. Uh, so the mission that I chose is probably... It's, it's harder than... I would say it's harder than um, saving Roland. And this is after... When you get back to Sanctuary, this is after you met Tina. You defeated Wilhelm, which was this giant like mech suit boss guy. You got the power core out of him which you are going to use to power like shield protecting sanctuary from Hyperion's like giants uh, like in space lunar artillery strikes. And so you get the core from him, bring it back to sanctuary, you put it in. And this is when you learn that the magical voice in your head, um, Angel has actually been playing you like a fool working for Jack 
and betrays you. And then Jack is like, haha, get shit on nerd. And then just like <laughs> absolutely blasts you, almost destroys Sanctuary, but you have to like save it. And you get Lilith, the siren, to literally like lift the city out of the sky with the help of God Emperor Scooter. Um, and like the engines that are like actually built because Sanctuary was technically like a space station that just landed and never left. And they fly it and teleport it out of the sky. And then you have to go find it again. And this is the part that I absolutely hate because you have to go through while well, you're like three levels under what you should be. Yeah. You have to fight through like this massive area of of stalkers first, which are like really fast wizards that can go invisible just in and out of invisibility whenever they feel like it and they're they're really painful and they come in different types you know some like will shock you some will poison you some are explosive where they fire explosive spikes at you so that's just you're having all that kind of fun then you have to fight hyperion robots so you're getting blown up shot burned everything sucks literal pain and then after that you have to find what is called a thresher which is just a giant dirt squid that has a ton of fucking tentacles that each have their own health bar this thing is a tank it's just impossible to kill and if you manage to kill that then you're not done because you still haven't found sanctuary because you have to activate the beacon for the fast travel so you have to get the beacon that the Thresher ate, by the way, which is the only reason why you won't have to kill it, which is stupid. I hate that. Then you have to take that to uh, this random mining village, and then you have to fend off like 37 waves of more Hyperion robots. So you're getting shot, blown up, set on fire, electrocuted again, not once, twice that happens, and then you're done. And it is so painful. I hate it. <laughs> oh, okay, what's worse, that or Eden 6? That. <laughs> Not Eden 6. Eden 6 is easy, it's just long. This is long and hard. Okay, fair. <laughs> I do agree. I especially hate that fucking, like, it's the so, wave part at the oh end where you're, like, gosh. you're fighting waves of Hyperion robots, and it's just, and like, And you have okay. to keep the beacon alive. Yeah, no, that's the worst part. You can fail bar. that. You can, <laughs> you can fail turn that. it on again and off, because it goes off and shit. No, they just break it. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, we yeah, just gotta turn it, it on. And you gotta fucking repair it. I don't yeah. know how you do that, but it's just like, Jesus Christ. And because, like, if you could, a, mo a lot of side quests are found on, on Sanctuary. I mean, there's tons, like, on all the regions, but, like, you're gonna get a lot of them because so many NPCs on Sanctuary, that's where you're gonna get most of them or a lot of good ones. And since, you know, once this mission starts, you can't go there. Like you, Sanctuary literally doesn't exist for an entire mission. So you can't go back and get any missions that you want to level up, to do anything. You're just like, they just like shot you out there and we're just like, good luck, buddy. Have fun. And you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. And it's like, but like, uh, I hate that it's so hard, but it's like so important to the story 
really is because it's like the turning point for angel it's the freaking yeah it's it's probably the most like story-wise it's probably like one of the most important missions because it's when it's like the grand reveal that like oh the voice in my head who i've who's been leading me everywhere i need to go doing everything to help me and keep me alive has all of a sudden set me up to be murdered but now she's helping me immediately after she sets you up to be murdered she's trying to help you again and guide you back to where you need to go which i'm just it's just like well i also think that's the point where like jack becomes less of just like an asshole and more just like he starts to be like i don't want to call him human but he starts to show traces of being a human still i think that's when he like starts taking you seriously yeah because he's like actually trying you've gotten into like angel's head and that's like what the fuck are you doing yeah and i like I how think that and then like even angel turning on you was not enough to actually get you to die like you just won't go down yeah and i think that's when he realizes like wait a minute like this guy like i've tried everything at this point i have very few things left to kill him and so that's when it's just like he's just like oh shit like i have to like i can't be joking around anymore yeah. you know, i like no how more. that change how that shift isn't really like dramatic until you know a certain point but i like yeah. how that's where it starts and you like start to see it and then there's like the dramatic shift which makes sense like yeah. his progression to make taking you seriously isn't just like okay it's flip switch it's like okay you're starting to do shit then this drastic drastic thing happens okay now we flip the switch it makes sense Mm-hmm. It's like wow, this this game knows how to write a good story, especially yeah. a great character. Speaking of which, why don't we start talking about that? <laughs> nice transition. Why not? And I guess I'll start. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say either you or Eric should start for this one. Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Uh, since since we're talking about Angel and Handsome Jack, my character that I like the most is Angel because of the things we we're talking about. So like like Patty's been saying, like at first she's just the voice in your head. That's just, you know, trying to keep you alive, tell you, you know, do this to save yourself, do this, and, like, just kind of leading you around. And at first, it's like, okay, you're just trying to keep me safe. Then the twist happens, and then, you know, it unhappens, which I kind of don't like. It's like, okay, she's, cha- she's like, I like it and I don't, because, like, she turns on you reluctantly, but then she goes back. She's like, okay, fuck my dad, which, spoilers, Angel is Handsome Jack's daughter um yeah siren daughter yes which in borderlands 3 they make it a lot more tragic and explains it a lot more but we're not going to get into mm. that yeah but um yeah because at, at that point she's like okay fuck him we're just gonna do our own thing and she helps you and then she pretty much just like leads you um from that point on to her so that you can then uh well it's her but also yeah no it's her and I, I is the objective to kill her or just to get her away from jack at that point um it's to save her okay it's to save her so in the end saving her just means kill her um because I, I forget if it was like it was more like she kind of just did herself in right well i think no i think to save her was to kill her that was the okay. point because she was like so connected okay so like unplugging her pretty much kills her yeah so like that happens and i i think because of what because what happens handsome jack again has this drastic shift and okay i'm taking shit seriously and i'll let whoever talks about handsome jack explain that more but i think angel is a 
I feel like Angel is less of a good character, but more of a great plot device. Because she, for most of the most of the uh, of the game, she's like just a voice in your head, but she's also just like a product of her father. And I think breaking away from that is like is a it is a lot of um, development, but it's the most she ever gets. Because after that, like right after that, she pretty much dies. Um, but I think what she does for the story is really important, and I think that's why I like her. Um, also, when you finally meet her, she has a really cool design. Like she literally just has like um like iridium angel wings because you know sirens are use iridium as power, so I'm just gonna assume that's what it is. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Also, I don't know why they I don't know why this is they made this design choice, but every time like the sirens talk to you in their heads, they always have like a more realistic look. Obviously, like yeah. through like a hologram. <laughs> it's, bro, it's but, big as hell, dude. Get that thing out of my face. I hate it. Okay, it's but, so big. Okay, that's besides the point. I think it's cool that it's like a more realistic like look though, rather than like the. Per- I mean, Angel is designed after like a real person. That's what it I'm saying. But, no, no, but I'm saying Lilith does that. Um, I think what's her face does it. Uh, Tannis does it in in three as well. They all fucking do it. And they gotta stop that that shit out. I'm tired. Well, get it out of my face, yeah. But like, I like if you're if you're gonna do it, I like that it's a more realistic thing to show. That's like okay, it's a fucking like power. And I like B roll, maybe not B roll. I like just like a static shot. You would there's no miles moving because they have to they can loop it or whatever. Yeah, it's like just it is the, interesting. Well, when it's Lilith, I'm pretty sure it's like just her like eyes and like maybe it's like uh, a bit of her face, but I think it's mostly her eyes. You may be right. Or I think Angel sometimes it's just like Angel shifts between the eyes hologram. and the, the the like the face. Yeah, but it is it was very strange. Like when I finally saw her, like in the when in like. The vault, or whatever. We're not the vault. Just like the Her wherever cage. they were being. Yeah, we were, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, the best like way, a, that's the best way to call it. Yeah, yeah, she had like a haircut on on like her left side. I was like, or like a like a little buzz. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought yeah, I was. She looks like, very different. <laughs> fucking catfish. She also like, looks no, much younger. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like it. Still looks cool. Like the concept, like you're you're saying tones, but like it was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Very surreal. So. I picked Handsome Jack, thanks, Patty. And um, <laughs> the reason why I picked Handsome Jack was after the fact that I watched the. Um, so I ended up watching gameplay because I never played the game because the game was too old for me. I play Call of Duties and stuff like that. So at this point, there's no reason for me to go back. So I watched gameplay. But after I watched gameplay for Borderlands so 2, I watched game. I watched. Uh, I think it was a timeline for like the whole thing, and then I saw stuff for the pre sequel, and then after oh, yeah. I watched the. Um, i guess most story for the pre-sequel i chose handsome jack because the way he like came up was i guess with good intentions and then he got into power shit crazy yeah got the power and then turned against everybody and said nah fuck this i'm running this shit and then ended up running this shit and ended up dying because he got too much power he flew too close to the sun Yo, he is that's, that's like i love that shit <laughs> so much so, do you remember like why he he wears the mask he got God, branded by the fucking what's it called why would you even say that i don't know why I, I, I said it <laughs> like, like you said it i tried to let it slide I know. As soon as it came out, I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> we must it like that. We always make Batman references. Uh, That's so bad. Yeah. 
Why does he wear the mask? You know, Why does he, wear he got branded by the well, what's it called, Patty? It's like the vault key, wasn't it? it it's it's a it was it's, a vault symbol. Yeah, that he was reading the prophecies or whatever that he was getting. Yeah, for the was, vault? I forget. Oh, I forget what the name of the boss is in that game, but it's like the final <sighs> boss of the game. The it's a vault monster. Might have been the guardian. Might have been wanderer i don't remember is it, it just the one, one from those. the first one again because that one comes nah, up way too often it's a, it's, a diff- it's a different one it's a different right. one but i think it was the guardian well, the, the guardian was the one from two right no oh, hold on the, the warrior is the one from two but it this one was basically like this like all-seeing like was it destroyer yeah like no that's one from one that's the first one comes back in three through yeah what's her face uh terrain but this one like basically like it knew all the secrets of the universe and it had it all in this like little i don't know if it was a vault key or if it was like it was some structure that was in the shape of the vault symbol which is like an um an upside down v in in a circle (laughs) yeah and handsome jack was like looking into it basically like gaining all the knowledge of the universe and lilith i think it was lilith the siren lilith was in this game she like because she's a siren and sirens were like this is like iridian tech like iridians were these ancient aliens that the sirens helped build all this tech so sirens can like use it and she literally punches the thing into his face branding him with the mark of the vault the upside down v and so that's why he wears the mask that's why he's batshit crazy <laughs> because he knows the whole universe. Yeah, he knows what's gonna happen. He just didn't know how. It Which was is why happen. he thinks that he's like the hero of everything. He like refers to you as like the villain yeah. and all sorts of shit. And, it's... and then like I think Lilith gave him his name too. She said hi, handsome Jack at one point, and then he just like took that. Said yes, right. Around oh, as fuck. Yeah. I'm kind of bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he does look better with that mask. Like if <laughs> Well it's just I mean, like yeah. it's just his character now. Like it's just it's synonymous yeah. with him. Well in the pre-sequel he he dressed like a fucking geek and then like and he was wearing his scientist. He, he, he was a different character in the pre-sequel, let's be honest. <laughs> no, right. he, I think he was just like I don't remember what his position was, but he was just some like corporate person. That wasn't that he wasn't high down up. the. He wasn't, wasn't high up, but he was yeah. like right above the middle. But like some type of he, management. <laughs> yeah, he was in some kind of like leadership position, so he was able to like he saw the right steps to take to put himself in a position. Mm-hmm. And then I I I don't think he ever realized like just how powerful that position would be. He was immediately afterward. He took like complete control. Of Hyperion, yeah, and the complete way he control did that. of Pandora, just it's... like with the snap of a finger, just yeah. ruled everything. It's mine. Went from like the manager to God Emperor King. <laughs> All right. Um, who next? Lenny, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I went with um, Mordecai as my favorite character. Uh, partially because like the uh, what's his bird's name? Bloodwing. 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 Yeah, partially because of like their relationship. Bard. And, like <laughs> this, and like also because I didn't realize it. Like 
because I was like kind of just I was like doing other stuff and then like kind of coming back into like the listening the conversation while he's like traveling in the car or whatever. I just hear him like speak Spanish. So I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> You know, wow, and I'm he like, must love Salvador too. <laughs> I mean, he's he's uh he's one of the other playable characters, but like the the one in this gameplay, the guy who played the was it zero? Yeah, he played the he played zero. Yeah, the I number. missed out on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I just I I didn't expect him to just like scream out some like uh, um, swears in Spanish, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, like. It's just another cool kind of character. Plus, like I said, the relationship with the bird. Um, very. I, he's a sniper, right? Like he was. You're yeah. like you're going into your your your, you know, more, face to face confrontation. He's he's more like in the in the air. And I guess like that's another reason why I like the like the bird and everything because he's like very much air support. He's actually one of the most useful NPCs because the region that like you meet him in, he's up on this giant tower and like yeah. throughout the time where you're playing in there he like actually takes shots at like enemies yeah, and will shoots. kill enemies for you <laughs> yeah it's like actually That's really amazing. helpful yeah so yeah you know uh, what thanks you could do it you know it's fine i'm, I'm fine i'll just i just sit here for a bit i'll just hang out uh, <laughs> you deal with Chill everything relax and up to no good you know, Dan, if, if you really want to, you can play uh, Mordecai is one of the playable characters in the first, in the one. first one. If you oh, want to yes, play a game is. from 2009. Is that bad? You can make it so like it's, it's <laughs> It is, in my opinion, I have found it to be borderline unplayable today. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if you really want to. I'll find the gameplay. <laughs> or, uh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Just specifically Mordecai. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh Lenny. It's back to me. All right. Yeah. Gonna talk about Tiny Tina again. Oh, um, local psychopath. Little crackhead herself. Um, other than, you know, not only having a traumatic past, but having a really concerning present, probably a more concerning future with the new game that I haven't played, but I know Patty and Antonio have. Yeah. Tina, for me, just stands out as literally the craziest one of them all. There's probably are crazier ones, but for a literal child, that for multiple, at least one mission definitely just gives you bombs strapped with like bunnies on it. Yeah, badonkadonks. Exactly. So, there's <laughs> not really much for me to say. It's just like, she's crazy. She calls bombs badonkadonks because she straps them to the butt of stuffed animals. <laughs> Incredible. And while you're getting bombs, also known as donkadonks, she's just like, why don't you pick up some biscuits and some crumpets and tea? Just why not? You know? Because it'd be nice to have. Yeah, for the tea party. (laughs) For the tea party. (sighs) Most of the shit she says. I forget a lot of the things she says, but. Man. Like in one instance, she starts like humming uh, to get to like where the, the. pre-made bombs or whatever yeah. like normally thing you don't see you just walk and talk she's just humming her own song yeah, she skips and hums. she's 13 she's like really psych- <laughs> she's like psychotically really playful <laughs> so it's like kind of menacing but like kind of cute at the same time exactly because you're like she's batshit crazy she'll shoot me in a second for no reason whatsoever 
but like she's playing with the little stuffed animal that's kind of cute though (laughs) (laughs) i still want to be your best friend that's all i'm saying yeah everyone wants to be a best friend not because they want they don't want to die but like she's just that cool yeah i'm gonna be honest i i couldn't pick a favorite character it's like picking a favorite child I, I, I just, I love all of them. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I feel I mean, bad because in this game, like, you can't really pick one of the playable characters as your favorite character because I don't get, like, any real character until the DLC. You don't yeah, see I mean, even yeah, more of it until... not in the second game is really where you... Because you get, I mean, one, you get Krieg for one of them, Gage for another one. Well, I'm we talking about, like, the really, voice lines and stuff. Your voice line, they don't really have... I, there's no real character to the voice lines. It's kind of unfortunate, except for the the last DLC. But that's more like the other characters speaking because it's a the last DLC is like Dungeons and Dragons themed. Mm. So like the the playable characters throughout the game are just being used as like D and D characters. So I don't even really count that. But I mean, I could probably do it because of Borderlands Three. If I had to pick like one of the playable characters as like my favorite, like. Just character wise it would i mean i i hate to say it but it had to be like gauge for me it'd be krieg because that that dlc because gauge is in the second dlc for borderlands 3 and she's just like a smarter slightly less psychotic version of tiny tina because she's a little bit older i think she's like a high school age but she's like a genius and she built this robot, her robot called Death Trap, which does all sorts of incredible things like murder people and make martinis for her. As well as I think omelets. I don't know. There's a lot of shit that this thing does. The real question is what think, doesn't it do? That's a, yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? I just think that she's like she's super casual about because like she's like a wanted criminal too. She's murdered a lot of people like outside of like just like the game like story wise, just like on other planets, just killed people. And so she's just on the run for multiple murders, and she's just like really casual about that. So I think I think that's one like probably the only really unfortunate thing about this game is that the playable characters, four of them. I they didn't really like give them much story. I mean, each character when you spawn in has a echolaga you can play, which gives a little bit of background. But like, they don't talk throughout the game, which is really unfortunate. And I I wish they did more of that because they did it in three, and it makes the characters like those four characters a lot more like enjoyable and like relatable because like they actually talk, you know. So, like, while you're playing, you're also, like, what was I going to say? Connecting with them more. Yeah, yeah, You're, like, connecting with them through more than just, like, the gameplay. Yeah. Which is nice. Well, that's why I'm sad that we're, like, we're kind of taking Borderlands 3 out of a lot of this. Because a lot of these characters are just built up more in there. Yeah. And, like, I jokingly said that we they're built up more than the actual characters, like, that are, you know, make up the story. But... It's less of a joke than it should be. Yeah, it's like Maya's like an integral of the third game. She's like a main character in the story. And so Zero, like kind of a little bit, he's there. 
Yeah, he has like an area that's like he's involved with. Yeah, Gage and Krieg are like, I mean, Krieg is literally the sole focus of an entire DLC and Gage is, is a main character in another DLC. The only two who really don't get that much are Salvador and Axon, which is like really, really, really sucks for me. <laughs> Those are my favorite and they just said fuck these two specifically, which is a tragedy, but deal with it. But yeah, I just I wish that that was something they did more because all the other characters like I mean, the, the, the four that we've listed off and all the other ones like Moxie, Ellie, I mean, is you know, kind of cringe as Ellie is. Ellie's, I mean, she's an interesting character. You know, her and Scooter, Moxie, Roland, Lilith, uh, Brick, they're all great characters. I just wish that the, um, like the four playable ones had gotten more into, because I feel like that's like probably the only like character thing like missing is just the actual playable characters, because all the other ones are like fucking phenomenal. I would agree. All right, what do we want to do next? We want to do region, boss fight. We save boss fight to last. You know, the boss fight, the boss fight of the of the episode. Heard that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'd say we like randomize a little bit. So, Lenny, do you want to start with this one? Okay. All right. All right. The region I chose. Is the Three Horns Divide. Um, I kind of chose this not for any personal reason. It's just like a gameplay reason. It's like, it's the first open world to me that's, you know, good when you play this game. Is this the Frozen one? I always forget. Yeah, it's the Frozen oh, okay, one. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, okay. the first, yeah, the first Frozen one. So There's like seven Three Horns areas. It's like kind of. Yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, I oh. thought it was like I thought it was the not I thought it was like the the valley area where you go for uh, the, the one Patty's damn. Oh, no, no, no. This oh, is the one where you have to, to get to get to like get a car and like make a yeah, jump and go through the, the cave. This is the first one, uh, the frozen one. Yeah, the very first one. I kind of just saw a lot more freedom with this area compared to like the actual first big area you were in, where you met that one guy with the fucking hat and monocle that fixed claptrap. Ah, oh, Sir Captain Hammerlock. Hammerlock. <laughs> Hammerlock. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> God. The gay game icon game. in 2012. Yeah. He got married in the second DLC to three. <laughs> he had a boy, canonically had a boyfriend in 2012. Oh, for real? Right. Yeah, there's a whole story mission about it. Oh, that's cool. Or not story mission, side mission about it. And there's a whole DLC where he gets married. There's a deal. Well, yeah, but that one came out in 2019 when it was like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was However, it's it was, so everything cute. was like accepted. In the, yeah, but like in 2012, this wasn't like. That's true. An accepted thing, and they still did it, which is which is great. And this is a side mission in this um in this version or this game? Yes. Okay. Damn, I missed out on some good side missions. There. Should buy the game then. <laughs> well, I have the game. Then you should play the game. Then. <laughs> to round out my ideas. Um, basically, first big area, lots of cool missions. Basically, the first quote unquote open world area, and uh, that's about it for me. Who wants to go next? Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll go next because I'm doing the the easy one. So mine that I chose. This was also kind of hard because I just everything, but I chose Sanctuary because it's like. It's just, it's where, like, all the characters are. 
which is really nice because like they they put all the characters in one area and but it doesn't feel like cluttered at all like everyone feels like has their own area that like they get to like you get to like actually experience their character and it's not like they don't overlap with each other which is really nice because i mean you've got scooter moxie dr zed marcus hannis roland Lilith, mordecai brick eventually all of them claptrap unfortunately i mean you see the, the guns dealer guy yeah marcus marcus you've got you've got crazy earl eating cars with a fork (laughs) over there doing his thing and it's just all in like one area like really nicely put together and i just really like that i like how the way that like sanctuary has moved like even like throughout the games because i think it was called new haven in the first game And then they changed it to Sanctuary for this game. And then technically Sanctuary 2, technically the second one, I believe, is when it goes into the air and it starts flying around. That's technically Sanctuary 2. Then in the third game, you have this giant spaceship built, which is Sanctuary 3. So I I like how they kept it concise where it's like your base is, is like, sanctuary and that's it it's just where everyone is the sanctuary like is sanctuary yeah sanctuary is the people it's not a place Um, yeah it's the friends we made along the way yeah (laughs) so like you can destroy sanctuary but as long as the people are there you You can't destroy family (laughs) yeah it's honestly sanctuary is the people's champion that's all i have to say yeah basically we can keep on going with this (laughs) yeah i can keep going i was yeah asgard the same thing borderlands 2 is basically just thor ragnarok if you think about it like really really hard <laughs> i mean we, i'm honestly like i'm thinking about you could make it that, work but... no like but if you if you've seen one and you play the other you, you could you can make it yeah like i've seen bigger leaps in logic like I'm not yeah, yeah i think it's pretty sound honestly yeah um let me see so my favorite region was um the futuristic looking city of opportunity which that's the the one handsome jack not yes, built but like the... he, he was commissioned to build or whatever no um, he, he's he's building it it's like it's a hyperion oh, he built city it? Okay. yeah it's a hyperion city i thought someone else made for him anyways what well, <laughs> i just liked it because it like um it's such a contrast to every other place that you kind of visit like that's in like um it's very neat and everything has an order to it. There's like, I think there's fountains in there too. There's like a whole bunch of like futuristic looking yep. stuff. Hundreds of statues of Handsome Jeff. That too. <laughs> they are quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, your mission is to like fight off a, a, or like find a bot clone or whatever. But like just looking through the city, like it looks really nice. But like just comparing that to like the other place that you visit, it's like really different, and like clearly this guy's like, yeah, because putting Hanson so Jack much money. Wants to, like, he wants to like, mur- I mean, well, he has infinite money. Yeah, but he just like, yeah, he wants to like murder and like burn every bandit because he sees all the people of Pandora. Because Pandora's a shithole. It's like not even close. It's like bottom of the barrel, piece of fucking garbage, trash. This place sucks. They all, everyone who lives there, 
knows that it sucks. Very obvious that it sucks. Dirty and disgusting. And Handsome Jack knows this, and so that's why like he builds you know opportunity as like this beautiful right queen utopia. So he can lure everyone there so that way anyone who doesn't show up, he just burns you off the map. Everybody forgets <laughs> about you. He just wants to get everyone in like one spot. Honestly, it's a shame that there's like one story mission and opportunity because it really is like a beautiful fucking location. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Athenas of two. Yeah. But thankfully, there are, there are a good amount of side missions that, that take you there, which is nice. Speaking of uh, areas that I think look pretty that you don't go to for much, uh, I like the Caustic Caverns, <laughs> aka the place with all the fucking uh, like golems. I think fucking rocks, dude. I don't know why. I just really like those enemies. Like I like the fact that the the best that they have like the weak their weak spots just be like all those crystals that you just shoot or like you can just melee, and that's how you kill them. Yeah, you just shatter the kneecaps. Yeah. And then there's like the big one too. Like it, I yeah, think that's blue. a fun boss fight as well. Um, but yeah, I just really like that area. I think it looks nice. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like all acidy, but I feel like it's like kind of like a yeah, they, similar how you feel to the uh, Iridia uh, Blight. There's a lot of areas that like are like that that just I don't think like had enough exploration. Yeah, like, I, I feel caverns, like this one in particular. Like there's like only like two or three side quests. Um. Yeah, I would. Say, what else is there? Oh, I think the um, the uh, the wildlife exploitation yes. reserve. I think there's only like one really or two side quests there. Yeah, not a lot there, which is unfortunate. But there's a lot of areas that just are like built for the design of one story mission. But they're these like massive landscapes that are like you could do so much more, but they're just. Wasn't anything to do really, which is kind of unfortunate because they are beautiful. I think the uh, the best part of the Costa Caverns is when you do that one mission for um for Marcus, and you and you kill Blue the first time, and then you open the chest that was on top of it. And I don't know, did Dan did they, did he do that in in the playthrough? Did the guy do that? Okay, repeat the last thing you said. Did he go like do a mission for for? Marcus, where you had to go back down into the caverns and fight a giant, one of the giant blue golems. I don't think so. Is this a that's a side mission? It might be because if it is, I don't think the guy did any side missions. Well, anyways, so Marcus sends you to get the, <laughs> his. He calls them his most prized possession, but what they are are like basically like lingerie paintings or pictures the pictures of of moxie ah uh, yeah yeah can i remember yeah, this like this is not in there mm, that's unfortunate <laughs> you should definitely play the game but yeah cost cabins are pretty great yeah that's 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 what i'm gonna it's the takeaway um so my favorite region was what the last reason region in the main story yeah it is I, I didn't exactly know what it was called, but I just... I, th- uh, I think that's good enough. Put it as the warrior's domain. It's like basically the final area you fight the final big boss. That's not... It's basically what it is. Jack, which it is, but... It's just the lava... It's one of them like... What's it called? It reminds you of hell, basically. Just reminds you of hell. 
uh, 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 what's it called? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck. Because the the story <laughs> mission for fighting the warrior is called the Town of God, so I would go with more of the biblical oh, it references. Is? That's yeah. Hilarious. All right. That's the name of it. Because the warrior, the warrior basically is God. And I I just like the way. What was it? Was the lava? The lava was definitely like rising the way it um. And yeah, like it was moving. It was going up and then over. Yeah, that was weird. It yeah, because he was me out. He was like drilling towards the the den of the warrior. So it's like as you're running towards him, he's like drilling. So he's like shaking the shit out of the the volcano, moving all the lava and stuff. Right. And then this was was it just like a different part of Pandora, or was it actually like you got transported somewhere else? Yeah, this is on Pandora. Okay. That's weird. It's a very diverse planet, what can I say? Yeah. I Lots of different shitholes. Much like you our own. frozen shitholes, burning <laughs> shitholes, swampy shitholes, all different kinds. No, it was just really cool, especially to see the warrior just fucking absolutely going ham. Yeah. It looked really cool. That's it. I like heat. What can I say? I hate the cold. That's it. It relates to me. <laughs> Can't blame you. All right, so that leaves off on the last bit of category that we have. Um, we're fighting we... bosses. <laughs> but uh, talking about making the most sense, Dan, you should go first. Since it's very early on, you're, you're very correct. It's so, the, In fact, mm-hmm. the second boss fight of the game. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of making your way out off... Uh, this part of uh, Pandora. It's the, the icy part. The cold or whatever. Um, and it, this is the the guy who controlled Claptrap at one point. Owned right? him, yes. Okay. Well, so he is... Okay, this is uh, Captain Flint. And, like, I really like this boss fight just because, like, how... Like, well, first of all, his um, intro card... Was like it was something like let's burn this place down or something like that or or let something about burn but like I just love that whole like fire aesthetic like like blowing up like in your in your like fighting area where you're like trying to shoot at all the little minions they're just like fire bursting everywhere and like it's just a really interesting looking fight and he sets himself on fire (laughs) exactly takes less damage because i guess the fire is melting your bullets before they can hit him i don't know that makes sense (laughs) it just works i know it's it's just a nice looking aesthetic it was a hard one too yeah it's a really hard like especially early on uh because i was watching the the gdq for this game and they're just like yeah this is a really hard like beginner boss like, cause yeah, it's difficult. The I, weak, I the die weak, almost, the, I the die weak points every time. Yeah, the weak points uh, just covered by a mask. Uh, you have to shoot them from behind, and it's really hard to get behind them, and you're the only one playing. Um, yeah, and there's a bunch of like other enemies, like smaller random enemies yeah. spawning, yeah. and they can shoot you from like you start like like 30, 50 meters away from everything, and they're just you. shooting you at you. Yeah. front of the boat, and you have to get to the back to get Also, to the he's yeah, the first armored enemy that you find, and you don't have corrosive yet. You only have fire or incendiary weapons at this point. Yeah. He's, like, he's also resist. Yeah, he's resistant to incendiary, <laughs> which for it's everything hard. else up till then, incendiary has been like the good element against. Yeah. 
and there's so much cover for enemies to get behind when so like when they down you because enemies in this game when you go down they just they fucking like Usain Bull are sprinting away from you mm-hmm. so that way you can't because when you go down you enter like a, a you're down but not out yeah like, it was it, and it, you move yeah. like, really slowly and you can't ADS so like if they're running away from you, you're just dead because you yeah. can't catch up. You can't aim in. You can't do anything. You're screwed. You're just it's yeah. over. You're just as done. You're dead. As a reference, you when you get a kill while down, you get a second wind, which is why it's annoying that. Oh yeah, that's that's every enemy. Cool. Every enemy literally runs away from you, except maybe some psychos. That's a maybe. It's very yeah, rare it's that just... an enemy will just like run towards you, or just stay where it is. Yeah. They always like they'll be standing still. You go down, and then they, the most just spastic pattern of movement I've ever seen. It's just it's disgusting. <laughs> That's why I always honestly appalling. And yeah, one of the things that I like found really interesting with the the character that the guy was playing as Zero, like the the hologram sort of like like five second hologram that they fight. The, like you, you can go away and like reload and like get like a yeah, little it's a bit decoy. Of, of yeah. And I really like that, but I also feel like um, that. May, and I'm not saying that's broken because I don't I don't know how every, all the other characters play, but like um, I just thought it was really interesting that that ability really would come in handy, especially in that that mission. Like when well, I in that mission in particular, but like that's when I saw it a lot because it was like really early on and he, him using it. Zero's pretty good for solo. I've, I think, yeah. yeah, Zero's probably the best solo like boss fight. I mean, obviously not counting Gage, because Gage's dumb and stupid and yeah. just <laughs> the best character in the game, period. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Gage's probably, or uh, Zero's probably the best for, like, soloing bosses. And then probably after that, it was probably either him or Salvador, because Salvador's gun zerking is just kind of good. Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you just fucking heal while you do that, and then you can get uh, well, I forget, I forget what the things in this tree do, but you can like, you can pretty much get it longer. Uh, the more you like hit things or the more you kill things. Yeah, uh, you can do it things. while you're down. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can. Yeah. One of the achievements is like gun zerking for ninety seconds straight. I think I have that one, but like, there's just a bunch of skills to like keep it going, and there's also skills to like get it back quick. Yeah. Are we do we want to go in order of the the fights? Then because Eric would be next if we want to do that. We can do that. I mean, it's... Oh mine is the warden, because I'm pretty sure this guy since Dan said I'm pretty sure this guy that we watched playing it. It was a ten hour gameplay. And I'm pretty sure he failed this mission. So like Roland just kept getting transported <laughs> all across the map. Well it was it was twice that he got transported. Bro no it was like three it was Wait, like an hour and a half. Twice? What? No, I no, promise no, 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 you it was no, like no, an no, hour no, and no, a half. He failed, I think I'm pretty sure he just failed it once. He the he got taken from the prison. He fought the thing, but he got away. Then he came back and fought him again. He won that second time. Yeah so twice. Either way yeah. he failed once. That's <laughs> he failed once. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's kind of crunch. It was so long. Was really that funny. thing had some like <laughs> some power on it. Like you could not, he could not it's, get the health down on it for nothing. The wardens yeah, are really tanky. It yeah. was. I was trying to figure it out. It reminded me of Halo, of one of the missions you played in Halo Two, where you had to just continuously shoot at the um, what's it called? 
I forget, like the big tank things. Scarab? Is that what they Is were? Like those giant, like walking crab things. With the camera. Yes, 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 yes. Scarabs. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> it was just, it was so bad. And then the robots kept coming. Yeah, that's probably the worst part. Is it's a super tanky boss. <laughs> and it's also spawning in a ton of uh, loaders, the robots. Yeah, it yeah. Permanently spawns minions. And then what what are yeah. the flying ones called, Patty? Oh fuck, what are oh, they called? <laughs> I know, I remember the name, but I don't I don't remember their names. Uh, Alright, cool. Cause I, don't I also forget. But when, don't they like Jets. repair it too? They're yeah, repairing more that like I was trying to get through it, but I swear to god, this yeah, is where they, I, like... can, they can shoot you with like oh, lasers that'll like rip through your shield. And they can attach to a, a loader. um a loader and just like permanently just like heal it until you kill it. Oh my god! It was just watching that. I was stressed just watching yeah. it. And, and it doesn't even spawn in like regular loaders. Again, like badass yeah. enemies, which badass enemies are like very hard. They're like a tier above all the regular guys, and they are just not fun to deal with. Yeah, it, it was it was. Cool. Crazy yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but no that was just my favorite fight just seeing my man get transported all across the map and then just for nothing i mean we'll get to say but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think next is me right yeah uh yeah, yeah you so my favorite boss fight was the bloodwing boss fight and that's for two main reasons first it's usually a bitch fighting shit in the air, but I don't know why. I kind of liked it in this situation. That was fun. Because uh, then, like, it, also, like, he had phases where you, like, turn different elements, and I thought that was cool. So you had to, like, you're supposed to, like, use different uh, elements for each time, or you couldn't use one. And I kind of like that idea where it's like, okay, it's different phases. Yep. But the main reason why I like this is because it's really showing Jack uh, being an asshole to, like, the um, like the heroes in particular. Like, I think it was, like, the first time where it's, like, shit got really personal. He just flat out killed Mordecai's best friend. Yeah. It's, like, you beat the boss, and he's, like, okay, and then you go to free him, and he just, like, fucking blows his head up. Yeah, because, like, the whole time he's, like, talking about, look at how cool, look at this bird, can use all this element, and he keeps, you know, he's, like, I, I keep forgetting one. I don't know what it is. And then you finally, like, sedate Bloodway and get her down. And go to save her, and he's just like, "Oh yeah!" and then just screams explosive <laughs> at you, and then Bloodwing's head blows off. And she's like, "Oh, already then." <laughs> that was sad. Like that's I like guess it's personal now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like the turning point again, where things get like really personal. Yeah, there's a part where like Mordecai get just gets depressed after that. <laughs> yeah, you get back to base and like, uh, um, Lilith and Roland just. Or talking like about a story of like a mission before where, um, where Mordecai sent out Bloodwing to like go kill like the people around it, and then like she didn't, and it's just they were it's like a yelling not back and forth because you know, but like it was just like a little bit of argument, and then afterwards he Bloodwing just decided like okay now I got it and it just kills everyone around them, and it's like a laugh and then like a small break. <laughs> and then it transitions. It's like, oh yeah, sorry about Bloodwing, because like the the players just listening to the conversation. 
So it's like this like really like happy like memory that like they're sharing and it's like, oh yeah, my bad, sorry. But yeah, that was that was a sad mission. That's when I initially was like, oh man, that's I feel bad for my boy Mordecai. <laughs> this game isn't just poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh who's next? It's me. Alright. Oh man. Speaking of getting personal. Um Oh yeah. So we go to um save Angel and she tries to make it as easy as possible. But um then handsome Jack doesn't want any of that. For one, it's his daughter and um, you know, his last bit of family, and two, he needs to use them for a battery. Use her for a battery, to put it simply. So I believe in the boss fight. He sends like a fuck ton of robots and as well as I think turrets. I'm not remembering the boss fight right, but it, I just remember it was super annoying just to stay alive in that room. But when you do kill her, it's like you know that she just didn't want anything to do with Handsome Jack, which is kind of sad in a way. Another part of, like, you know, the dark part of Borderlands 2 is that even though their family, she was straight up, like, not with what he was doing under, like, any way. And she was very much manipulated in two things. But, like, even at the end, Handsome Jack was still beyond pissed. And a turning point for him was her death. So I like this boss fight, not because of, like, the actual boss mechanics, but what it actually does to characters. So I, I didn't actually choose a uh, story <laughs> mission boss. I chose Terramorphous the Invincible, which is a end game boss that is like you're supposed to be doing it at like max level because it's it's not it's not even like a normal boss. Like this is technically like the first raid boss in the game where it's like you you like it's almost so hard to do it solo you're supposed to be doing it in like a party of four and i just i think i like it the most just because of how difficult it it is and just how like rewarding it is when you when you finally beat it because it is just so hard because terramorphus is just this giant um thresher which i mentioned before are just like these massive dirt squids basically and he is a gigantic motherfucker that will just like one shot slap you across the room with ease and i just love how unbelievably difficult he is yeah that it's just a lot of fun that's the tweet <laughs> that's the tweet really hard and it's really fun i'm trying to recall a boss fight that I don't remember the name of, but it wasn't even really a boss fight. You met the guy, and then he falls down the stairs and dies. Oh, this I okay. I was watching a few like videos afterwards of that game. Oh, oh yes. Um, <laughs> Is that in one or something? No, it's in Borderlands Two. It's um, oh. it's a DLC. I think his name is Nakayama. I think so. But he's like, like a, he's like. A, <laughs> He's a Hyperion scientist who crash landed out in some like swamp land and he's like trying to be super tough and threatening to you. 
then when he comes out to finally fight you, he trips down the stairs and snaps his neck <laughs> and dies. Seeing that footage, like uh, after the guy's like, and this happens, and then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's oh, it's okay. yeah, yeah, it's funny. What- he watches, I don't know what video we watch. It's just like, man, all this intricate story and boss fights, these super difficult boss fights, and then this happens, and the guy snaps his own <laughs> neck and dies. Yeah, yeah. that's boss exactly. Fight. Yeah. yeah. No, but in the, yeah, that one's kind of fun. And the boss that spawns after that is like actually fucking hard. God, I hated doing that. <laughs> but yeah, that one is really funny. He just, he's just, he talks all this shit throughout like the entire DLC. You finally show up. He's like shitting his pants that you're there trips down the stairs, snaps his neck, and kills himself. Just like, oh. <laughs> well, alrighty then. The final boss. The final boss. So I think, I think I want to start this out with, like, so, like, after you kill um, Angel, this is basically, like, when, this is, like, Jack very quickly spirals from, like, talking shit, trying to be funny, to this is now super as personal as it possibly could be. I'm going to murder you, your family, everyone you've ever met, and just erase all existence of you from the known universe. Because after you you kill Angel, you're like talking with Roland and Lilith. Handsome Jack teleports behind him, behind Roland, and uh, blows a hole through his chest, killing him instantly. And after he kills Roland, your leader, he immediately kidnaps Lilith because he needs a siren to charge the vault key, open the vault to release the warrior. So now your leader and Roland is dead, and the, the next person in charge has been kidnapped by Handsome Jack. So everything goes to shit immediately. And so then you have to go fight the warrior and save Lilith. And then you show up to the very end after fighting through a shit ton of enemies. And Handsome Jack is there, and he's... I forget what his, his line is, but he's like, I'm gonna make this quick or something. Because he just, like, he absolutely just fucking hates you. And he wants to murder the shit out of you. And so that's what he tries. But he gets the smoke. His, his fight's actually a lot of fun. It's, like, kind of annoying, because he's just constantly making clones of himself. Which is really cringe, and I, I hate it. Yeah, but like you kind of expected it. Like, yeah, and he's the, shouting like, insults prior. at you the whole time, just constantly shouting insults. The clones yeah. just like talk As shit for him. Yeah, it's great. Oh, speaking of insults, <laughs> one of the things that we, we can come back to the, the boss fight, but one of the things I mentioned to you, like maybe two days ago, was like the like he this guy is just like really fucking rude the entire way through. Like one of the things that happens, I think it was after um, Sanctuary like leaves or is transported uh, or something like that. Um, he says something something like about a violin, and he's like, "Damn, I wish I had that violin." And he sort uh, like yells at a, an assistant to go find the violin. It's after yeah, it's after you kill um, Bloodwing. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> And he like yells, he's like, I was gonna play this in fucking E minor or some shit. It's gonna be so great. God damn it. And he Larry, where's the violin? Fucking violin. He doesn't get the violin. And he, no, then he does get the violin. He starts playing it. He's like, you know what? This shit sucks anyway. <laughs> he's like, I hate you. Oh, God. 
Yeah, that is pretty good. (laughs) No, that's fine. Yeah, and then and then you beat the shit out of Jack, and then he's just like, no, he's like, I don't even care because by the time he goes down, he doesn't even die really. Um, the vault key has been fully charged, so now he's able to unlock the vault, which isn't even really a vault. It's more like cage for the warrior, which is basically God. It's like this giant like volcano rock dragon thing Ding. yeah <laughs> crazy as fuck looking it's like massive <laughs> kind of like i don't think it's more like a like a oh what's it what's it called chimera right hmm like a like a mixture of different yeah yeah because it's got like kind of like a I don't even want to say like a dog-like body, but it's got kind of like a, I don't even know, like a regular like mammal body, mammal, just like the yeah. four legs. But then yeah. it's got like these giant, like literally like gargoyle wings coming out of it on the <laughs> back and then this weird like yeah. lizard head on it. It's all made it's out very, of rocks. It's very so it's draconic, like, I would fuck? say. Yeah, some crazy looking shit. And it's like spin fire at you beating the shit out of you and somehow by the grace of god you murder it and then jack's just like i've literally in like disbelief as his world has been shattered around him because he like believed because he had seen like in the visions all that time ago that like he was gonna like release the warrior and so he assumes that he's gonna win and he's the hero and he's gonna save pandora from all the bandits so his world has been entirely shattered around him. And then he's just lying there on the ground, like bleeding out. And you can honestly, you can like actually just like let him, he goes on for a while, just like still talking shit. Doesn't stop for a while if you let him, or you can just shoot him in the face and blow his brains out. And it's a fucking metal boss fight. Yeah. When the two music kicks in. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, it would fit because it's basically hell. Yeah. It would really fit. It do just be like that. Yeah. All right. So is that it? Uh, Why Borderlands? It's like really cheap. You can literally get like the base game and all of the DLC for like 30 bucks, I think. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess that's it for the, the game, the retrospective, if you will. Something like that. <laughs> So uh, we're going to move on to the recommendation of the week. Patty, I see your name's highlighted. Was I supposed to have something for this? Uh, well, I don't know. It's just your name is highlighted. I don't know if you had something. like I, I thought you were actually just going to be like bored. You know lands. what my recommendation <laughs> of the week is? Now that you mention it, I ain't even... <laughs> but here's my recommendation. Play the Borderlands, the entire franchise. Play them all. Except, except for, Tales. for Tales from the Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, let's go! That game sucks it's trash don't play it fuck telltale don't support do not support telltale games in any way shape or form about the future suck we're not getting it just play if if you really wanna (laughs) if you're okay with archaic as hell gameplay you can play the first one the second one you can get away with i would still even though the story is not that great and the third one i would still say play it because it's phenomenal also dlc have good stories yeah the dlc is great if you if you want to buy they have season passes so you can get those. I think that makes the DLC cheaper. 
Do you get all of them? Yes. Individually, so get the game, get a season's pass. I yeah. That's about it. Play Borderlands. It was my recommendation. You got yep. a whole episode for your recommendation. Yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's that what I out. thought you I literally Mega thought your mind. name was highlighted because you were and you left. Well, no, he was just he was just next on the list. Yeah, I don't no, know. Okay. I didn't I didn't even do that. I don't know who did that. So that brings us to the end of the show. Lenny, would you like to take it away? Of course. Oh god. All right, nerd nerdettes. Thank you all for listening for today's episode. We're available whenever, wherever you can hear podcasts, whether that be YouTube, um, Spotify, and then there's others that I don't remember, but send the link in the, down there. We also have a social media at Nerds Be Like Pod. And for anything you want us to talk about, any complaints you want, Patty to do the ASMR still. You can email us at nerdsbelikepi at gmail.com. So remember to leave a review for the episode. And um, I'm not like Brandon or Eric, so I'm not going to do a voice for this one. I'm just going to be like, yeah, merch. We have some really nice looking clothing. We have skateboards. Yeah, we yeah. have skateboards. We got toothbrushes. <laughs> we don't have toothbrushes. We got socks. No, I wish we did. That'd we got awesome. keychains. We got yeah, wall like, art. I know, dude. I wish, dude. They had like our theme song and like. I was gonna say thing. that. <laughs> God damn it! I'm sorry. No, it, I'm just glad that we both thought of it at least. <laughs> and it's the appropriate amount of tannins you need to brush your teeth. Oh my god! It's, it's I forget what those toothbrushes were called. Uh, Tom, I don't know. Tom, something bought. No. Um, no, it's not tooth bop. The fuck? Tooth tunes, you idiot. Tooth tunes. Is it actually? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's tooth tunes. Yeah, it's like Looney Tunes, but like yeah. the wrong Get kind of tunes. Together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got him. So, you know, merch per use. Cop it. Get it. Get it while you can. Um, And, of course, there are links in the description. Ways to support the Palestine and the Columbia efforts. So, you know. Yeah, I think I'm going to put some new links in for uh, other stuff that's happening right now. Yeah. That's probably the biggest one right now. We shall end it here with a preview for next episode, if any. I I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. So next week, we're having a special guest. We're probably recording on a different day. I don't know if Dan told anybody yet. Probably not. We're probably recording on a different day, so it might come a little later. It's going to be a Marvel-based episode. Oh, it's that soon. So, yeah. (laughs) Just to let y'all know. It's going to be an old-school Marvel episode. So it's not not going to be too bad. It's going to be exciting. It's a lot of nostalgia. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, well, we'll catch you guys for that then. And, uh, yeah, have a good day. Good night. I don't know. Wherever you guys are at. It's not my time. I don't know what time's <laughs> All right. Peace, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.